following is a repeat show that was previously broadcast on Unity FM. There's faith in my world It comes back to your teachings and all your words From your life I have learned To be patient and caring at every turn The reason I'm strong, you where I belong In a world spinning out of control The reason for my pride, you are my guide I will always follow you Sallallahu Muhammad Peace and blessings on you every day Alayka Sallallahu Muhammad You inspire me in every way I promise that wherever I go Whenever I pray I'll be sending a praise With the words that I say Rasulallah Oh Muhammad Peace and blessings on you every day There's light in my heart Helps me find my way back when I've gone too far When all my anger makes me blind I remember your mercy for all mankind The reason I forgive as long as I live In a world spinning out of control the reason I love, I'll never give up. I will always follow you. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Parenting Hour. You're tuned in to Unity FM 93.5, the heart of the city here in Birmingham, and 105.1 in Luton. Welcome to all our listeners, whether you're tuned in in the West Midlands or down south or anywhere abroad online or on the app. I hope you're having a great day, a great evening, inshallah, and you are rested if you're at home or um, if you are driving home that you're going to have a safe journey, inshallah. <coughs> and we look forward to, to uh, hearing from you if you're able to contact us because we want a very interactive session this evening and w- would like you to call in and interact with us, uh, have a chat to us about the topic that we are going to be talking about, which is important for all of those parents who have children, who have youth, who have children between the age of 16 and 29 specifically, or adults who are over the age of 18 and still under the age of 29. We're going to be talking about jobs and looking for jobs and training and educational opportunities. The number is 0121 Double seven two double eight nine two. The studio manager is here waiting for your calls and we'd love to be with you and interact with you. My name is Kathleen Roach-Nagy. As usual, I'm here with you for the next hour with Parenting Hour. And before I just go pass over to our guests and uh, talk about um, the Youth Promise Plus, Birmingham and Sully Hall Youth Promise Plus that we're going to be talking about this evening, I would like to remind you of some of our parenting courses that we have out there. So we have two pregnancy and beyond courses that we have places for so one on Thursday this Thursday in the new memorial surgery uh, 
in Small Heath. It's between 12.30 and 2.30, run by super trainers. Mashallah, they're really lovely trainers. They're, they get so much praise from the parents that uh, come to their courses. And they are uh, going to be talking about pregnancy and how to attach better with your baby and how to build brain power, brain development, um, and recognize signs of uh, <coughs> different cries and going to be doing about family values and what else problem solving uh, different things that would happen when you're pregnant and just after having a baby so that one is on Thursday between 12.30 and 2.30 and then there's another one starting in the evening time for our parents who are working and not able to make it so please pass around this message they, uh, there's another one starting on Friday this Friday coming. It's the first session and that is in Bosal Heath in where we're based in George Street and that's between 6 and 8 p.m. So specifically for working parents although you don't have to be working for mums and dads so we would like both to, to attend. I know it's always a popular the evening ones because both can attend but we do have some places so please do ring in either the studio here and they will pass on the message or contact Approachable Parenting directly. So the studio number again is 0121-772-8892. We're <coughs> taking calls for this evening and anything else that you'd like to talk about about parenting, inshallah. So without ado, I'm going to introduce our guests, mashallah. What a privilege to have them here with me in the studio. We have Kaldeep. Welcome, Kaldeep, to you. Unity FM. It's really great to see you here. Is this your first time coming to Unity FM? It is, yes. Well, welcome. I hope we have a great show indeed. Looking forward to hearing more about you and your work. And Abdul, who is also working with Kaldeep, and you're working with Birmingham and Solihull Youth Promise Plus. Is that right? Did I get it right? Yes. It's wonderful having you here talking about this and opportunities for um, those young people. We often think about youth up to the age of 25, but we never think of going past 25. So it's nice to be able to include them as well in what you do. So maybe you can explain a little bit about what is it that you do? Okay. Um, well, Youth Promise Plus uh, has been around since 20, 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a phase one. But as of July this year, myself and Kuldeep, we started on the phase two of the provision. Mm-hmm. So it's just really for having the funding to be able to deliver welfare to work provision, which is employment and skills, really. Mm-hmm. Um, this funding that we have now for phase two, mm-hmm. it's going to be until October 2021. Oh, so, wow. So yes. That's a nice <laughs> bit of funding. October, so, yeah. which is well, which is near the end of um, 2021. Absolutely. Um, mm. I know we work with anyone over the age of 18 to 29. Yeah. But as Birmingham City Council itself, we have provision for anybody and everybody really out there mm. who's 15 or over. Mm-hmm. I mean, anyone that's 15 or over can go to Birmingham Youth and Career Service. So there's always partners or someone we can refer mm-hmm. to. So we're not going to single anybody out, really, if that makes sense. So... Well, that's really good and yeah. we need to explain that because a lot of our parents that come in interact with us yes. and talk about their children they say you know my child is not that academically minded or they're wanting to do something more practical and school is not the place for them and I actually didn't think at 15 years old they could make that decision to do something else but you're saying yes they can Absolutely. which is great. Mm. Um, I mean there's world of opportunities out there mm. I mean anyone 
of the age of 25 or over, mm-hmm. uh, they have a choice to go into World of Work mm-hmm. program. And I'd like to say to you, it doesn't matter what age you are, if you think you can work, you can work, you know? Great. Um, yeah. And obviously, World of Work for people who are job ready. Yeah. Um, if you feel as though you've got a disability, for example, you've got health issues, yeah, yeah. Um, anyone over the age of 25, you can work with the Pure Project, which is, a, again, run through the Birmingham Council itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and with us on the Youth Promise Plus, it's European Social Funded Project, really. Mm-hmm. I know we're coming to Brexit, but we've got funding <laughs> until October 2020. Yeah. That's all signed off. So, so well that is really good that you have got that funding signed off yes. before we have to think about Brexit and worry about Brexit. Indeed, that's that's a relief Absolutely, for yeah. everybody. <laughs> Not everybody's in that position that you can have it, especially when you talk about European Social Fund. You don't yes. know what was going to affect it, but we never know with Brexit. I mean, that's another program in SEF, <laughs> really, isn't it? Uh, whether are we going or are we staying? So it's very topical at the moment with the elections coming up. But I suppose we should remind people that I think voting ends today for uh, registration for elections and you have only a few hours left. And please, and I said this last week as well to you, please do not lose out on this opportunity. You know, for years we were f- trying to fight for the right to vote, especially for women. And as there's a lot of women that do listen into this program. And if you don't think you have a vote, go and find out now and register now. You have a few hours. Today it's nine minutes past five now. I think it ends 12 midnight. I'm, don't please uh, quote me on that, but I, I know it is tonight sometime. But you d- go on the computer now. Don't wait a minute. Go on your phone, look it up and register. Yeah. You think so that uh, Kuldeep, they should do that oh, as a absolutely. woman, another woman here? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, it's an opportunity to vote um, and to take opportunity of what's in terms of the elections and the, you know, women fought very hard for the vote so mm-hmm. I think it's really really yes. important yeah yeah, yeah. those yeah. suffragette women mashallah yes. you know over a hundred yeah. years ago now they were out yeah. in the streets trying to get Absolutely. us our rights yeah and uh, we have that privilege so we should be able to yeah. take it up and, and do it which That's is absolutely just to reinforce what Abdul just mentioned yeah. about the project and what we do yeah. we also work very very closely with targeted groups particularly BME communities, particularly women, where we know there's under-representation. We're also working with a lot of inactive clients, those who may be out of the, uh, the job labour market, um, people who are claiming benefits, um, care leavers, as well as young people who are not in education, employment and training. So we, even though we've got an agenda in terms of the work that we've got to deliver, mm-hmm. we have got specific um, targeted um, sort of work streams that we aim to work with. And we know particularly in areas of Birmingham, where there may be um, you know, areas of deprivation, also areas of affluence, yeah. because it can work both ways. Mm-hmm. You can have young people falling out of mainstream education or looking for apprenticeships mm-hmm. in affluent areas, not just in inner city mm-hmm. areas. So, um, but we are working with the BME um, clients as well. Yeah. yeah, so that's the ethnic minority clients. This is all the Muslim yes. people that usually listen into this that's program. Yes. Although we do have non-Muslims listening in also, yeah. but really, it's mainly Muslim people that are listening in that may not have heard of this before that are really want to find out more about it and what it entails. Just before we go into that, maybe uh, we should invite you to share a little bit about yourselves, if that's okay with you, as much you'd like to share about to our listeners to kind of put a a picture around this of how you came into this job. And I can see that you're passionate about the job, but what brought you in originally into this sphere and and your journey into this type of work with BMEs and engaging BME communities, especially the youth? 
Yep. Uh, for me, I used yeah. to work for the youth service oh, and right. for Birmingham Council for about a good 20 years. Yeah. I used to work for the youth service for four years, mm. mainly in Concord Youth Centre. Mm-hmm. So I was managing a project um, called Crossroad Project, which is still going on, I believe, but under another name. Mm-hmm. Um, so working directly with young people, we got referrals not just from Spark Hill and Sparkbrook. We ended up getting referrals across Birmingham um, and also from head teachers who were saying, actually, we've got some young people who are on the crisp of actually being excluded. or school doesn't fit them can you support them so I worked with the youth service worked in education special educational needs I worked closely with the NHS and lots of different organisations and more recently I left a charity I worked for a charity where we were working directly with um, organisations like Birmingham Mind Cypher Fireside and we had funding to support um, people who were actually homeless or at the risk of being homeless Um, and then I saw an excellent opportunity here um, through Birmingham Council and I thought this is an excellent use of my transferable Mm -hmm. skills and all the skills I've got in terms of supporting uh, young people as well as adults um, into education, employment and training and for many years I used to work as a trainer Mm-hmm. working for social care and health mm-hmm. and also uh, working in training and development um, in education and also for the NHS so all those skills in terms of empowering people supporting them in terms of moving them forward whether it's upskilling them in the workplace or supporting them with CVs and job applications when I saw this opportunity I thought well actually it's an excellent opportunity given my contract in the uh, charity was coming to an end mm. and this job came at an opportune moment Brilliant, and all that experience has all kind of come together for you, so which was one way of progressing on further to doing something yes. for these youth, people, for the youth. It's good that you mentioned these projects. Over the years, I found a lot of youth services have closed, and there's not places for youth. And we do a program. Um, a teen scheme we've called it was start over the summer it was a, a summer mentoring scheme it continued the phase one of it now finished in the October half term and we're going to train up teens to peer mentor other teens so we're in phase two at the moment where we're um, we're only picking 15 out of the 40 plus that did that to move into phase two because they have to we have to uh, kind of focus more on mentoring skills and they will be giving information to small groups or one to one around that but I was finding that there wasn't so much services out there and of the children that we worked with or the teens we should work with we shouldn't call them children young people we worked with there was a lot pre-exclusion or nearly there you know had some mm. issues in the past but there wasn't services for them mm. do you find that more and more that there's not those opportunities there for young people well personally talking from my point of view as well um when I, I mean, I graduated in engineering. That's yeah. my background. Oh, wow. So I was an analyst, and um, and I still remember from school, I went to see a careers advisor, mm. but I didn't think I had received the right support back then. Mm. We're, we're talking about in the nineties now. Okay. Oh, it's not as young <laughs> as me. So, it's okay. um, so, so fr- from there onwards, I made my own mind up that I would like to go into something. And coming from a Asian Bangladeshi mm-hmm. background, your parents expect something of you, yeah. especially being the eldest child out of the, yeah. you know out of the brothers that we were there, and, you know sisters. Mm-hmm. And um, so I decided to go into engineering. So once mm-hmm. I graduated, I couldn't find the right support to get a job. Mm-hmm. So. I became an analyst, mm-hmm. engineering, good in numbers. Mm-hmm. So um, I worked in the analyst for a good six, seven years. Mm-hmm. I was made redundant. And um, mm-hmm. then I had a whole day. I'm, I'm a family man here, so I don't want to be in that position. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to give something back because I don't see there's that support available to me. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of fell into this because I've 
met a friend who was in this welfare to work sector really and um and I really enjoyed it and it's been 15 years now and I've been wow. and and I'm hoping I have changed many lives and you know there's some good news yeah. stories out there of many yeah. and and that's it really I want to give that back to the community yeah. and one of the factors though because we're in this sector mm. You can see, for example, right now I work with construction. I mean, everyone will know outside of London, construction is very big in Birmingham. Mm -hmm. But what many may not know is that a lot of these kids that are growing up, or the youths that are growing up, do not have the right tickets, as they call it, to go and work in the construction sites. Mm -hmm. And these tickets are, for example, CSCS card. Yeah. It's a simple thing like a CSCS card for health and safety aspects. If you don't have that, you can't get a construction job. And how do you get that card? Um, well, we've got the West Midlands Combined Authority um, where we've got the funding available right now through the construction gateway opportunities through Southern City College, for example. Mm -hmm. There's LEEI based in Digworth and there's many others around Birmingham. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to promote this to say, listen, we need the black and Asian mi mi mm -hmm. ethnic minorities, especially women, by the way, just mm -hmm. to let you know. It doesn't always mean that you've got to carry bricks and mortar. Yeah. There are project management that you can go into. Wow. There's health and safety you can yeah. go into, you know. Yes. I admit, you yeah. might need to bear the brunt of all weather conditions. Yeah, but you know. some people would yeah. like that, actually, but being outside, not stuck in an office, that you have all this heating up and down and you're getting colds because there are open offices and viruses are being spread. So maybe an opportunity for some people to do it. It's a great like opportunity. We've got Commonwealth Games coming up, you know. Mm. We have one of the tallest buildings outside of London being built just on Broad Street. It's a 42-storey mm. building. Yeah. And you will not believe this. There's going to be a running track in there. And... I don't know, I haven't seen anywhere else in the world. Mm. One floor is going to be just dedicated to a running track. A floor? Yes, really? whole floor. Um, wow. Purely to celebrate the Commonwealth Games. Yeah. Um, Inside the building? Yes. Oh, I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope well, you're listening in and going to send me an invite. But, but we need our brothers and sisters out there to join in to get the skills you know because yeah. construction's not going to stop now in Birmingham yeah. now that London's becoming saturated you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and let's be honest a lot of people are moving I'm hearing myself mm. as well a lot of people are buying properties and mm. you know investing in properties in Birmingham mm. now HS2 is coming as we know mm -hmm. you know um, and these areas are being redeveloped I mean regeneration projects mm. are literally every mm -hmm. big so at this current moment employers having to recruit from outside of Birmingham yeah. just to fill those little void gaps that mm. but if we can train people up mm -hmm. get them out in the experience I mean with Youth Promise Plus and mm. World of Work mm. we can help them to get the CSCS card mm -hmm. and then we can even offer up to five days of work experience you know yeah. and so they can find out themselves how it's like so they can actually t have a taster in a way absolutely mm. so you don't have to make a decision there and then that is a really good Whoever put that together as yeah. a project is really, uh, really, really good, actually, because <coughs> a lot of young people may not know if they like love. Mm. Adults wouldn't know if they like a new career or not, if they change jobs. Mm. Like you had a privilege of changing jobs and seeing yeah. it and learning from others. And you you know what it is like. It's not easy if you're changing careers. So to have that little experience, because we find that a uh, work placements, it's usually they're too young a lot of the time when they mm. come on work placement to actually know what they're mm. doing. So to have it yeah. something like at this age that they can actually feel, is this something I want to do for the rest of my life? Mm, that's yeah. really good. Yeah. I was going to say, we also work, like Abdul's just said, about all the construction gateway mm. and the opportunities in Birmingham with the mm. development. We also work with one of our partners called the Prince's Trust, mm -hmm. and they offer sort of mini courses around somebody wanting to get into the NHS, people mm -hmm. who want to work with robots. Mm -hmm. So those young people perhaps who think, actually, I'm not too sure about which direction I want to go. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure whether I want to join the NHS or want to work 
in a particular industry we have short courses which Quincy's Trust offer and we've referred, referred many young people um, to those programmes and that's enabled them to get that practical work experience mm-hmm. get the digital experience get that creative experience mm-hmm. if that's a path they, they want to go mm-hmm. because like you say Kathleen a lot of young people don't know when mm-hmm. um, if they fall out of mainstream education or there's other <laughs> issues that may be going on for them at home mm-hmm. or other external pressures which you know sometimes a young person may not we're not all on a straight road in life mm-hmm. you know and that goes for adults as well yeah. people get made redundant you know there's family tensions or there mm-hmm. may be you know circumstances might change somebody yeah. might become a carer for a parent mm-hmm. or a mm-hmm. child and then their career might come to a halt yeah. but and the same with young people we can't put young people and adults in a box to say actually you have a route way and when you leave college you're going to get going to university mm-hmm. and you'll get these grades and this is the way in it's not that way it's mm. not that way at all you've got to be able to be flexible mm. and organizations like the printers trust who work with us are providing models like that to support young people into different pathways so it gives them a flavor to mm. say yeah i really want to work in a hospital mm. i've never worked in cardiology or i've never had a chance to work with patients but mm. you know the princess trust has offered me this opportunity which is wonderful and actually it could be if they didn't want that as a career, it could be a pathway to another career for them. It's all experience, yes. it's learning, it's using your social skills, using and gaining this knowledge to, because I, I know the BME communities are very uh, academic minded mm-hmm. and really want the best for their children, which mm-hmm. is wonderful. I mean, m- most of uh, are the communities I know of really would like their children to go to university yes. example which is not for everybody mm. there and it's and even at the time you said as you said circumstances may be difficult mm. maybe things issues going on for them so why not get this experience mm. which will really stand to them later on yes. in whatever career whether they continue this path or something else and and I don't know why we have such stigmas around you know different career paths mm. so long as we're doing something that we enjoy we feel we're mm. giving back yes. we're doing what we can why shouldn't we be doing this you know and even volunteering and things Absolutely. like you that you're doing like even this yes. radio show this is a totally voluntary yes. radio show you know we should all be having that in mind that we should all be giving back in Absolutely. some way it's not all about money and yeah. and these high-flying jobs Absolutely. and sometimes you can end up for example on work experience Abdul didn't know yeah. he was going to change direction yeah. and you know sometimes you can be in a situation think I'm on a two-week placement three-week placement and an opportunity arises mm-hmm. and they said would you like to apply mm-hmm. and you've got those skills so why mm-hmm. not take the opportunity don't just see it as oh my god I've come to mm-hmm. this place I've got three weeks here when it's over when what am I going to do mm-hmm. you've got to create opportunities as yeah. well and be around and have the right attitude that's a really good point I think to get the best uh, of the situation and now I'm actually a little bit sad today because we've had one of our staff she's only a young girl leaving today for which I'm very happy oh. for her for a, a full-time job which um, oh. which is really good for her but she came to us as a student um, from a university in her gap year and she did her placement with us and she developed so much over that time that in her fo- when she went back for her following year and she worked so hard and so well as well uh, and everything we gave her that we actually kept her on for one day a week even though she was back studying and then when she finished that this year we managed to keep her on for a little bit more but of course she's moving on to something bigger and better mm-hmm. now but as you said if she hadn't come with that attitude in the beginning that I'm here to learn I'm here to develop myself I'm here to gain knowledge we would not have kept her on for for that post and she wouldn't have progressed maybe as as quickly as what she's done now so it is a lot about attitude 
gaining skills, gaining knowledge. How can I'm I'm pushed into this situation now? Subhanallah. What what am I going to do to gain the best from this to help others, help myself? What am I going to give to others and give to my uh, when I'm here? Just so it's. They, uh, gaining that knowledge and gaining that rewards. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, as you as you just mentioned as well, in terms of someone's aspiration, mm-hmm. you can easily match an aspiration to a job. Mm-hmm. But one of the biggest thing we don't think is it's the science aspect of it. Meaning, mm-hmm. I mean, you have to be in the right environment as well. Mm-hmm. So I- if a new young person, for example, come out of college mm-hmm. and and she wanted to go into admin, yeah. And for example, if we put an admin in a garage where it's you know, mainly men, and yeah. it's all cars coming in very, very let's be machoistic sort mm-hmm. of environment. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't fit that sort of aspect. Mm-hmm. So we would look at ways of doing action plan, for example, making sure the journey that she's going to go through with us is the right journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we will set some smart objectives as well. It's mm-hmm. not just oh, come along, we got this vacancy, and you're going yeah. to go into work. Let's yeah. be honest. Some people might come along, think they're job ready. But they may not well, be. Not so we would go through the process of looking through the CV, for example. Yeah. We would go through the process of making sure we've got goals set for them. Great. And we would review them in Wonderful. our in our sort of yeah. sense. Yeah. Ideally, we sh- we do this every four weeks yeah. to see if we've achieved anything, and mm. we will celebrate those successes, each aspect, each right. milestones that we you know we overcome. Um, even and you're making a plan there together for for them, each, an individual plan, yes, which absolutely. is really yes, good. So, yeah. and I, and I love the aspect that you're saying you're so culturally sensitive mm. there absolutely. of where the jobs are, yes. what to suit you. So yeah. you sit down with them, get all this knowledge. Well, we're coming into a commercial break. Would you oh, believe sorry. already? <laughs> I can't believe okay. it. So we don't have an awful lot of time to talk about this, but uh, we are staying here. Our guests are staying here after the commercial break. So don't tune out, listeners. Do tune in and maybe come to a phone and have a chat to them to know what do your son, daughter, sister, brother need or how they can get more knowledge or skills or how they can be part of this project. Again, the phone number is 0121-772-8892. Do ring in the studio after this commercial break where we'll come back to Kaldeep and Abdul, inshallah. And drive carefully if you're on the way home, inshallah, and pull in to make that call. Assalamu alaikum.